0: Daniel House had a very special opportunity as senior editor of business and also fabulous columnist for the Detroit News. Got to spend some time with Sean Fain, the head of the UAW, as I understand it. Daniel, good afternoon.
1: Uh, Good afternoon. Uh, Correction, my friend, Uh, that was uh, Brianna Noble, our Ford beat writer, who uh, who actually spent the time with Sean doing the interview on Friday.
0: Okay. I saw that she wrote the article, but I thought that, when there's a meeting like that, that there are several of you from the editorial board and staff, no, I, I stand corrected.
1: Yeah, it wasn't that kind of meeting. This was an interview, a one-on-one interview in his office. Okay. Um, it wasn't an editorial. It wasn't an editorial board. All right. But, but anyway.
0: Yeah. You you learned a lot. You learned what from what Brianna Noble told you at Sol- Solidarity House for those forty minutes. You learned a lot, though.
1: We did. I mean, you know, Sean is, uh, you know, I, I give the guy credit. He stays on message. And, you know, if you look at a labor leader that you know, or a leader that, you know, does what he says he's going to do, um, I think you got to give the guy credit. Um, you know, he, they came, he said they were going to go after organizing the foreign, so-called foreign transplants, the Toyotas, Volkswagens, Nissans of the world. And uh, they're, they're going to do it. I mean, they're, they're after it and they're going to use some of the same, um, Technologies that they use for the negotiations uh, uh, to uh, reach out to those uh, uh, those those workers, and apparently they're already starting to respond.
0: Well, and they're they're looking to double the UAW ranks, double the membership, and at this point, uh, I would guess that the American automakers are rooting the UAW on, or the American auto workers will be left in the dust of these other foreign manufacturers that are going to be able to sell their cars for a lot less money than we are if they don't get unionized.
1: Well, I think that's exactly right. I mean, uh, you know, the, the leading, the, the, the cheering section for this organizing drive clearly is is GM, Ford, and, and Um because to the extent that anything can equalize or help better equalize the competitive balance in the industry, that, that would certainly be one, one way to do it. Uh, and, you know, they've come off of a con- they've, they've got a contract that they can marshal and say, look, this is what we can do for you. And I think they're betting that that, that the social conventions in the South, particularly, and in some of these plants are different than they've been in the past. Um, but, you know, I, I do think there's some some difficult cells, um, you know, uh, to uh, to the folks. That's for sure.
0: Well, if these companies, which apparently they already have, and as Sean has uh, pointed out, these companies have not raised the pay to these workers out of the quote kindness of their heart, they did it to try to stave off the idea of organizing. You know, the 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 thing I've pushed forever for the UAW is don't don't browbeat and force people into being being a union member, and then therefore for us to buy union. Remember those big campaigns. What I've always suggested mm-hmm. is make the vehicles that are built by UAW workers the best in the world, and then people will buy them.
1: Well, that's right. Uh, I think that's that's true. And, of course, their first rejoinder are going to be,
0: we're not the ones who design uh, and, and engineer uh, these vehicles.
1: Then why should they
0: get paid more money? Because well, they're not the I'm ones that designed. You. They didn't even design the equipment they're working on every day. Don't get me started. Okay.
1: Oh. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> but I'm just but I'm just I'm just saying that, that, that that's that's one of the one of the arguments. You know, when, when they're in bad times, I mean I remember writing about this in two thousand eight and two thousand nine and two thousand ten. Uh you know, it wasn't the UAW's fault that, that that they didn't take on all the debt, they didn't get themselves into the financial situations that these these companies did. And and I think that's that's true. So how you engineer it and move forward Look, bottom line here is this is a different UAW in this auto industry than we've seen in, in, in many decades. Yeah. And where this ultimately leads, I think, remains to be seen. You know, Sean Fain believes, and he told Brianna, that, that you know, if, start, if they start to get some plants, they think that this will start to fall like dominoes.
0: And frankly, uh, the losers will be people who want to buy cars or are going to have to pay uh – Nine hundred bucks, a thousand bucks, whoever knows what it's ever going to really be. Even though the car companies say they'll figure out a way to save other money, they've been running right. pretty. They've been they've been running pretty close to the bone. At least they've been telling us they've been running pretty close to the bone the last several years. So <laughs> it'll be fascinating to see what happens. Yep, you bet. It's an. It's we'll nas- keep an eye on it. It's National Cookie Day. I know you take very good care of yourself, Daniel, but when you do allow yourself to have a cookie, what's your favorite cookie?
1: Uh, probably a chocolate chip. I see old traditional chocolate chip, maybe. It is the most
0: in in American households by far. More than half of the cookies baked in a household in America is a chocolate chip cookie. So you're not alone. You're right. But it's a I it, couldn't tell you the last time I had a cookie, Dub. Yeah, see, they say with these statistics that we eat about 300 cookies per American a year, which is ridiculous. I don't know how they come up with those figures. 300? 300. I claimed I haven't had 300 cookies in my life, and Kim said to me, Paul, you've had 300 cookies since I've known you. I don't believe that. I don't. (laughs) (laughs) I love you, Daniel. We'll talk again soon. Love you too, brother. All right, Jeff. Daniel House, senior editor and business uh, editor and columnist extraordinaire, just all-around bright guy. Uh, way brighter than the rest of us. That is the truth. And that's why I read them, and that's why we like having them on the show as we continue on WJR.